are elite. For everything you need to know about Mercedes Monet's AEW debut, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Bonjour, je m'appelle Gary Yochob from the Cultaholic Wrestling and welcome back to this latest thrilling instalment of the tier list ranking malarkey where this time Jack the Jobber will be portraying Gary YouTube. What is to Gary YouTube, Jack the Jobber? Remind people at home. Oh, it's a verb. Yeah. As well as a noun. What does it mean? It means to partake in activities that the YouTube kids use for greater views and engagement with the audience. Correct. Hit the intro. We are soulless, soulless sluts. Very cynical. So, just in case you've never seen one of these before, we are breaking down all of the SmackDown roster's year of 2021 in terms of its quality into five lovely tiers from the best to lovely, lovely, lovely to all right to just about bearable to the bin. God, I'm so proud. Thank you. I was nervous, but I've done it. Who's Uh, first, Gary? Quite an interesting one, first of all. It's uh, Sami Zayn. Uh, I'll run through what he's done this year so far. He won a place in the Elimination Chamber, but was eliminated by Kevin Owens. This led to the conspiracy theory gimmick. He then befriended Logan Paul in the build to his WrestleMania match to Owens, which he lost. Um, Lost again to Owens at Hell in a Cell, and again to Owens in a qualifying match for Money in the Bank. Moving on to Survivor Series, he was initially a member of the team, but he was a victim, similar to Aaliyah, of all the wheeling and dealing going on, and he was swapped out for Jeff Hardy. But it's been quite eventful since then because then he won the number one contender battle royal. But then, as we saw last week at the time of recording, he lost his title match to Roman Reigns in seconds because Brock Lesnar beat him up and they let the match go ahead anyway. Now, I think Sami Zayn's had a fantastic year, but there's one major sticking point for me. They just seem to have forgotten. They've done that classic WWE thing of building up a fantastic storyline and you want to see the crescendo, but then the crescendo is forgotten about. And that is Jack the Jobber, Gary YouTube, the documentary. Oh, the documentary, we never saw it. The conspiracy theory. He brought in Logan Paul, of course, as his, his, his VIP to WrestleMania, wherever it was. He was there, got stunned out of his shoes, out yes. of his cleats. Um, but we didn't get to see the documentary. And Sammy keeps referencing it here today at the end of 2021. So hopefully one day we do get to see it. But I think it's been a strong year for Sami Zayn. I think it's been a strong year in terms of his performances. But he's one of those wrestlers who's so talented. He can take whatever's given to him and make it good. Chicken, chicken salad out of chicken, chicken salad. Yeah. Um, but the booking of him has been really inconsistent. But yeah. how much of that are we, we... We can't blame that on Sammy, but does it affect his placing on this list? I think... I've, if I just had to look at Sami Zayn's... Yeah, in a vacuum, mm. I'd put it lovely, lovely, lovely. Man. Yeah, OK. Then. He's on SmackDown every single week, which we can't say for all of Sami Zayn's time on the yes. main roster. He goes missing from time to time and he has gone bad. But now, he's in the ring with Brock Lesnar, for goodness sake. Absolutely. And Not that doing means very something. well, but, you know... That means something, though, he's, to share um, the ring with Brock. The, the drawback of his heel run is that he wrestles like a coward. Yeah. But... He's really good at it, and he's always a highlight of SmackDown. So that's fair enough. Yeah. I think I'd agree with that. Lovely. Uh, next up, we have a tag team, Los Lotharios. This will um, be a thrilling year. <laughs> well, you'll be surprised. Well, uh, Umberto Carrillo, as he was then known, spent the first half of the year losing continuously to US champion Sheamus, while Angel was mainly a part of the 24-7 division, losing the belt in early January to... Who? 
Do you want to guess? Losing which belt? The 24-7 championship. Santa Claus? The Boogeyman. Ah, oh, yeah. oh, close. Um, but they formed a heel tag team together in September and were drafted to SmackDown, where Angel has recently beaten Rick Boogs in the Thanksgiving leftover throwdown. Um, and they've been feuding with, yeah, Boogs and Nakamura ever since. This is a case of 2022 will be there, yeah, surely. Because I, 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 like, so. I like Los Lotharios as an outfit, just yeah. looking at them. They're, they're both outstandingly handsome. Some mm -hmm. might even call them sexy, Jack. Yeah. Would you call them sexy? Yeah, and beautiful, probably. And beautiful. Yeah. They are sab. Sa sexy ambulance. <laughs> Team Saab, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but not only that, but they're putting together fantastic manoeuvres in the professional wrestling ring. Mm. They've had a couple of finishes on the most recent Smackdowns, the one where Satya, which involved kicks and holds and power bombs and all this sort oh, of yes. stuff. So next year it looks bright for the yeah. tag team ranks on Smackdown with these two in it. But as for 2021, when you look at the talent they both have, it's got to be the bin. All the bin. It's got to be the bin. All the bin, not just about bearable because of How this much, new tag team. Should we put them bearable just because of the... the they do work as a tag if team. If that had never happened, then yeah. it would be bin, definitely. But next year could be a vast improvement on that. Underutilised. They could also be totally forgotten about. It's, it's hard oh, to yeah. tell. It's really hard to tell. Uh, moving on to Sheamus, Best. who turned heel early on. Oh, straight away? Straight away. Got he uh, turned heel very early in the year, attacking his friend Drew McIntyre and claiming he was sick of being known as just Drew's friend. Feuded with him unsuccessfully, eventually losing the blow-off no-holds-barred match at Fastlane, which I do believe was fantastic. The the big one. In the the big bad booty daddy where they jumped off the Thunderdome, yes. Thunderdome crowd thing. Yes. And then Sheamus went backstage and he saw Big Dick Tony. And he's like, I love you, bro. Yes. I love you, bro. Oh, that was heart-wrenching. Um, he then beat Riddle at WrestleMania to become US champion. Shockingly so. And then had a weird feud with Umberto Carrillo where he just kept beating him lots of times and sometimes Carrillo would... He it, broke his nose. It was like an open challenge. He did. It was like an open challenge, but sometimes Carrillo would just attack him beforehand. Sometimes there was interference. It was odd. It was yeah. very odd. Um, then he lost the title to Damian Priest at SummerSlam, was unable to win it back on several occasions, including that triple threat with Jeff Hardy at Extreme Rules. Then he was drafted to SmackDown and was part of the losing Survivor Series team, and now he's friends with Ridge Holland. You've done a stelling job with these notes. Thank you. Sterling Thank job. You. Stella. Smart Mark Sterling Stella, job. yeah. yeah. Um, I reckon best for Sheamus. Just because you think about all the matches he's had, yes, some of them are a bit like underwhelming in terms of the stakes involved and their placement on the card, but they're always good, aren't they? He hasn't yes. had a bad match this he's, year. He's actually better than he was when he was younger. Yes. And he's 40, 40? He's at least 40. 73. It's crazy. It's incredible. He's incredible, yeah. Yeah, the best. best. Yeah, why he's not? A fantastic, yeah, is Seamus. Why not? And to, to, when you look at his gimmick, it is basically just the same as it has been for a while. Bit less Celtic warrior-ish, more boozy Irishman. Yeah. I, I concede that, but it yeah. still is the same at the, at the core. Yeah. So he's doing wonders are thinking Seamus at the minute I would agree with that um, we've got his former tag partner next Cesaro who uh, beat Daniel Bryan on Smackdown early in the year remember that remember his push the, the, the first half of the year had so much promise didn't yeah. it for Cesaro turned face shortly afterwards then went into a feud with Seth Rollins who he beat at Wrestlemania everyone was waiting for the swing and it happened uh, then he was pushed to a title shot against Roman Reigns lost at Wrestlemania Backlash and was attacked by Rollins afterwards which was odd uh, it, it was all just a feud to get Seth his win back and he lost twice to Seth in the aftermath he was eliminated from King of the Ring by Balor and is currently feuding with Ridge Holland wow mm. what could have been for Cesaro I feel like him getting inserted into the universal title picture is a fantastic example not only of WWE just came into the fans for once yeah, that was nice that was but nice. also of someone just being fed to Roman Reigns to make Roman Reigns look better but the guy who'd been, who was fed to him coming out of it not looking better it was a weird one because yeah. it was a it was a lose lose booking situation for mm -hmm. WWE because if Cesaro had won everyone would have been happy but Roman's story would have ended yeah. or severely dipped but if Roman won which he did well we all feared Cesaro's push would disappear and it has, and it has massively <sighs> he's still good though isn't he the that, first half like, of the year was spectacular as well yeah the first yeah. half of the year is has been as good as it's been since 2014 in yeah. terms of a singles competitor for Cesaro probably yeah he's been excellent in the tag team ranks since then but I reckon excuse me as I burp while talking what do you reckon alright it, it's alright or lovely but did the first half of the year was that good enough to outweigh the, the bad follower go on then we'll put it lovely oh, for the first half of the year okay he won at Wrestlemania for goodness sake he, did he had win that at WrestleMania. WrestleMania moment uh, Charlotte Flair um, so she began 2021 as the women's tag team champion alongside Asuka which I'd totally forgotten about oh because everyone thought she was going to turn 
heel on Asuka. And she didn't. And she didn't. They just lost them to Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler at the Rumble on the Rumble pre-show due to interference from Lacey Evans and Ric Flair. Yes, that was this oh year. Oh, my God. That was this year. Um, <laughs> when Ric Flair, Ric Flair, remember, yeah. got Lacey Evans pregnant. That was the storyline, wasn't A it? A feud that was called off due to Lacey Evans' real-life pregnancy. Um, caused by Ric Flair. Yes. Well, alleged. No, not even alleged. It's just not <laughs> true. Um, uh, Charlotte then had several, several shots at Rhea Ripley's Raw Women's Championship and eventually beat her for it at Money in the Bank, but lost it the following night to Miss Money in the Bank, Nikki A.S.H. But then she beat her at SummerSlam and won it back. Uh, then she beat Alexa Bliss in that weird match at Extreme Rules with the puppet. Oh, yeah. And then Bliss Alexa had a breakdown, had a breakdown of her meeting, yeah. yeah. Um, before being drafted to SmackDown and swapping belts with Becky Lynch. Uh, and then she lost kind to of. her at Survivor Series, kind of. Now she's in a pie-based feud with Tony Storm. Oh, I love the pie. <laughs> um, I don't know what to make of Charlotte yet. It hasn't been as overbearing as other years. Oh, she also had a real fight with Nia Jax in the ring. Oh, yeah, though. she had a real yeah, fight yeah. with Nia Jax. That was fun. Then they tried to do it the next week, and it came off as not as good. Yeah. Because they tried to rehash something like that. Yeah. Um, it's always weird with Charlotte Flair, because she is overbooked yeah. to the hilt. Um, but that's not really her fault. She's, I assume she's just being... She's been chosen by the office. Yeah, just doing what she's been told, apart from that one segment. Well, with, well two segments. The first one, Nia Jax, and the second with Becky Lynch in the ring with the title swaps and all that malarkey. Although it did make an interesting feud out of a match that we've seen way loads of times before. I still think there was a, a little chance for oh. it being a bit thick. Yeah, it's still oh. circumstantial, isn't it? Circ yeah, circ no. And they said circumcision then. <laughs> that's not the right thing at all. Um, I don't know what we... <laughs> She's never boring. That's, no. that's one thing to say about Charlotte Flair. And no. 2021's been a case of that. So I don't, it's got to be all right, lovely tier. Not the best tier, but all right, lovely tier. Oh, which one? Which one? I reckon on, on par with Big Dick Tony if we're okay. going to go there. It's always newsworthy, isn't it? It is, yeah. It and again, is. her being put in these positions isn't her fault. She's not going to go, oh, no, Vince, I think I should take a step, step back for a couple mm. months. That is true. Yeah. That's very true. Uh, the woman Do you agree with that? I would agree with that. I'd have maybe put her in all right, but... We're, our rules have reversed this time, and you are the. I'll go. Bo we'll go bottom, my lovely. Okay. Uh, Tony Storm next, the woman she's feuding with. Obviously, she began the year in NXT and also was entered in the Rumble. Then she feuded with the champion Io Shirai, but lost. Uh, then she exchanged wins with Zoe Stark before being called up to SmackDown. And despite being a heel, she was now just immediately a face. Defeated Zelina Vega in her SmackDown debut, but then lost to her in the first round of the Queen's Cup. Then she was the one who replaced Aaliyah in the losing Survivor Series SmackDown team before challenging Charlotte Flair and getting pied in the face and doing nothing. But then she pied her back last Friday at the time of recording and, and, and plotted cream and then Charlotte oh very good and then Charlotte did nothing back upon being pied so pies really immobilised people in WWE Kevin Owens is another example of that yes the trip absolutely. tonight of all professional wrestlers yeah. is pie Um apart from the rock yeah oh yeah he loves the pie yeah. different yeah. kind of pie though oh. scandalous pie uh, but I reckon Tony Storm is in a similar bracket to Los Lotharios in that 2022 surely will far supersede 2021 yeah I'd agree with that yeah totally. should we put them next to there go on then it has been strange here. I'm, I'm very happy I should say that uh, the turning down on the 80s stuff Toning down. Tony. Yeah. Um, because when she first rocked up on SmackDown, she was um, she was something as Joan Jett. She was oh, something yeah. as David Bowie. Yeah. She was something as I don't know Alice Cooper, White Snake. I yeah. forget what they said. But she was all very Duran 80s. Duran. Yeah, toned it down. Thankfully, yes. Boy George. Boy George. Um, she didn't say Boy George. Oh, it was okay. more more rocking. Yeah. Than Boy George. Uh, Drew McIntyre next. Big Drew. Uh, started the year as WWE Champion on Raw. Beat Keith Lee on Legends Night. Remember Keith Lee? Remember Keith Lee? Yeah, don't forget Bloody about hell. Uh, beat Goldberg at the Royal Rumble. Huge. Uh, oh, thank God that happened. Remember yeah, that? Everyone's scared yeah. that Goldberg was going to win. Uh, retained it at, in the Elimination Chamber, but then was cashed in on by The Miz. Then tried to win it back multiple times, but lost to Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania and in a triple threat at WrestleMania Backlash and inside a Hell in a Cell match. Then moved into a very, I've put here, a very sword-based feud with Jinder Mahal and his cronies, eventually beating him at SummerSlam. Then moved to SmackDown, but still challenged Big E for the title of Crown Jewel because it was that weird period before the yeah. move had actually been made. Lost that match, but it was a good match. And is currently issuing open challenges on SmackDown, getting angry at Adam Pearce and swinging his sword about. So it's been a weird year for Drew McIntyre. First and foremost, mm. we have to mention Angela. Obviously, the, the name of his real, his real, oh, his real life man, who yeah, sadly passed away. Yes. But also, has to be a, a wink and a nudge to a massive penis. Do you reckon? It's got to be the way that was brought up back. Yeah, Adam Pearce in the ring making references to, to winkies and whatnot. Mm. I remember all that stuff. And Drew McIntyre as well, of course, in 2021, became a historian. 
oh. for a few weeks, which was oh. really, really bad. Yeah, start so off, bad. Start off with Scottish history, but then just branched out. Churchill was in there. All the British Isles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some fella with a crab or something wasn't there for a bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what on earth was going bizarre. on there? I've got, thankfully, yeah, I think Drew said in an interview, didn't he, that they made sure to stop that just before the fans came back. Yeah. Otherwise, they would have heard what for. Um, losing all those big matches. But winning a few big matches. The sword, well, the sword's fine as a gimmick, I guess, but the, the way it was brought about with the, the winks and the nudges and whatnot, mm. the, the, the historian stuff was terrible. Um, I still maintain that Drew was meant to win at Mania and it was a last-minute switcheroo. That was a shock how he... Because it was the first match back after the pandemic for yeah. fans. You'd expect the big baby-faced Drew to get the big win over the big heel Bob. Yeah. And he didn't. After he the lost. rain as well, he cut that promo when it was raining and mm. he was all over the... Not all, it was a good promo because he was f- fired up. Yeah. But what, if the initial plan... If the plan all along was to have him lose to Bobby, what was the point of the Miz transitioning the belt? To Bobby in the first, just have Bobby beat him for the belt. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. It was very strange. But is it like Cesaro's year, which started off well, but with, with the with the lows, a, a much a much smaller period of wellness, wasn't it? Yeah, true, true. All right, I'm going to suggest I'll, I'll, I'll for Drew McIntyre. Well. Remember, this is Drew McIntyre yeah. we're speaking about, which is a shame because he missed out on his big moment because of the lockdown in 2020, and sad. Then again, I guess we were saying after the feud were on, maybe it was time for Drew to you know come down a bit before going back up again. Maybe we'll maybe we'll. We're never going to keep him down. What a tune. <laughs> Whatever they're called. Yeah. Uh, the Viking Raiders next. Oh. Missed out on a lot due to injury and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Eric took part in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which wasn't at WrestleMania. It was on the SmackDown before WrestleMania. And then Ivar returned from injury shortly afterwards with the Vikings beating Cedric, Alexander and Shelton Benjamin on Raw. Then the next week, replaying that entire segment. Do you remember that? They yeah. just beat them in exactly the same match. It was weird. Uh, then they won a Battle Royal to face AJ and Omos, but lost at Money in the Bank in the title match. Drafted to SmackDown and have put, haven't done a great deal since. They were on last week's show with a new theme. Yes. Where Satya on December the seventh. This is the day we're recording this. Anything happens after that, and before this gets published, we're sorry, but we need to backdate the content for the Christmas. So yes. We can go home and see our lovely families. Absolutely. <laughs> um, bin, bin. Got a big bin, hasn't it? This uh, is the Viking Raiders we're speaking about. For goodness' sake. Yeah. Who have had a rough time of it in WWE, not just because of injury, but also because of creative. And yeah, I don't get why they've been so intent on making them comedy figures. Do we go Bin? Yeah, we go Bin. Because they're big, fat Vikings. Well, Ivar, technically. Aye, but they... Not my words, the words of Vince McMahon, of course. But of course, but but they they look really hard anyway. And and why are they in turkey legs? And and I know it wasn't this year, but that feud with the Street Profits. I remember War Machine. That's what they could be. That's what they should be. Every bloody match in WCPW, it's War Machine rules. You know what that means? (laughs) There There are are no rules. rules. Then they'd have a hardcore. To be fair, the crowd loved it every every time. Every time. Yep. Uh, (laughs) They were good though. Oh yes. Next up, a man who I really love. Uh, he's just got. I'm going to suggest before you even talk about him, just say the best. Yeah, the, the roller coaster maybe ride that has best. been Happy Corbin's <laughs> 2021 has been sensational. He began the year as King Corbin, feuding with the Mysterios and Murphy. That's a down point of the year. Alongside, uh, alongside his, his partners at the time, Wesley Blake and Steve Cutler, which was abandoned after their releases, that storyline got scrapped. Yeah. Then he feuded with uh, Nakamura and lost his crown and lost everything and began begging for money, getting mugged by those dirty dogs backstage. This was the high point of the year for Happy Corbin. Set up a GoFundMe page. His hair was grown out, his <laughs> wife left him, he lost all of his investments, he lost all of his money. He was asking the crowd for a casual $100,000. The, the security guard wouldn't let him in the arena because he looked different to the picture of him on the truck. Yeah. He had stubble and a, a crappy beard, and oh, it was fantastic. But then, a when, trip to Las Vegas when they went through Las Vegas... He turned his fortunes around, becoming the filthy rich Happy Corbin and finding a new best friend in the form of Madcap Moss. I love Happy Talk. The segment's brilliant. The one last week at the time of recording, he goes, Madcap Moss goes, what do you call Jeff Hardy if he was a woman and had a child? Swanton Mom. And, <laughs> and Corbin, it's the reactions that make it because Corbin's nearly had enough. The joke's too funny. He starts to get up. He's like, oh, no. What do, Stop it, Madcap What do you Mom. make of Happy Corbin coming out dressed like a young buck who pioneered... <laughs> Pioneered yeah. the, the co-ord, I think they're called. I, th- I should know that because okay. I buy them myself now these days for predictions. Co-ords they're called with the, the shirt and shorts oh. matching combination. As a, as a heel who just takes the proverbial... Just the fact it's the same as what they do in here. Oh, I don't mind at all. I think Corbin, I think he looks great in it. Co-ords for funny. all. It's funny as well. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. I do like when Pat says, you've got graffiti on your legs, Happy Corbin. Oh, his tattoos. His tattoos, wow. yeah. He's got them out for the first nasty, time, hasn't he? Very nasty. Uh, it's cap- the best, yeah. Madcap, oh yeah, 100%. Um, uh, we're following that up with Madcap Moss, yes, his we best are. pal, 
who returned from injury in September, so he hasn't had a, a long year, attacking Kevin Owens and aligning with Happy Corbin. Hasn't had too many matches, mainly assisting Corbin and co-hosting Happy Talk with him, but did beat Nakamura and Boogs in a trick-or-street tr trick fight, uh, then lost to Jeff Hardy in singles action, and lost to Jeff and Drew, who are kind of allies now, in a tag match alongside Corbin. So Jeff and Drew, just quickly, are, are sort of like Chip and Dales at the moment. Yeah, they're, they're just, they, they take the, the, the clothes of the, the person they're beating up, and then they just do their dancing, don't they? Drew doing his gyrating. They wear Jeff the hats recently. Yeah. yeah. Saucy. It's not been as spectacular as... He's been more of like a boost to Corbin than a than his, a good year in his own right. And I would argue that Corbin doesn't even need him. Oh! I would argue that. I love those Happy Talk segments. <laughs> I really is it, is it Mad Cat Moss that makes those Happy Talk segments? No, but it, no, but he adds to it. He adds to it a bit. <sighs> it's a weird one because do we compare this like on years gone by for Riddick Moss? the offensive linesman in, uh, in WWE, um, or do we just put this in a vacuum and just say how it was in a vacuum? The offensive lineman? If he's a linesman, he's probably be running him down the touchline. Yeah, whatever. Um, I don't know. I was going to argue for all right. Because you would say, in terms of Riddick Moss's career so far in WWE, it's been the best year so far. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> but in terms of a vacuum, he's not done much, has he? He's there. He's in the running. That's what I'm looking for. Oh, yeah, it's fair enough. Where are we going I think probably bearable. But can we put him we'll top of bearable? We'll put top, top, of, bear, uh, top of Los Lotharios there. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Next up, we have Jeffrey Nero Hardy, uh, who started 2021 in a feud with Elias. Um, oh! Did that one keep going on for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks? One of those ones. I can't quite remember. I've just got here that he beat him and Jackson Riker with the help of a briefly returning Carlito. God, remember the all-American baby face, Jackson Riker? Yes, I do. I do. Um, Jeff entered both the Royal Rumble and the Elimination Chamber, but lost in both. Brought back no more words, and as you've pointed out... <laughs> Is he started win, winning more matches because he went of from it. a solid eighty one out of a hundred rating to a solid ninety two. If it was the Raw versus SmackDown game, yeah, day, back in the um, day. SmackDown versus Raw, and became the first man to pin NXT champion Karrion Cross, although he did lose a rematch to him. That was bizarre. It was bad booking for Karrion Cross. Uh, then Jeff unsuccessfully challenged Damian Priest for the US title, feuded briefly with Austin Theory before being drafted to SmackDown, and almost won the traditional Survivor Series match. He was last eliminated by Seth Rollins. He was sort of just there for the early parts of the year because he was Jeff Hardy and he's a living legend. Yeah, yeah. A living legend. Then he went over Jeff Hardy, even in 2021, still has a modicum of rub to it, if you know what I'm saying. Mm. But then it's been nice to see, and I don't know where they've been. I know they went to, to Jeff's hometown on a recent SmackDown, well, North Kakalaki anyway, yeah, close yeah. to where he lives or from. Um, but since the, the sort of second part of the year, things have picked up for Jeff quite dramatically, and rightfully so, if he's still getting those crowd reactions. Yeah, which he, is. I mean, he always does. Yeah. Um, we should point out at the time of recording, hopefully he's all right. Oh, yeah, hopefully he's going okay. through some bad times and stuff. Um, but at the moment, uh, what, what do we look at? What, where do we put his year in the tier list? I, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because it, it is a year of two halves. The first year he was just there. The second half of the year, since the move to SmackDown especially, it's picked up a bit more, hasn't it? Yeah. No more words has helped as well. Do you think it's all right? Top of all right, I'd Top say. Top of all right. I'd say enough. it's been more all right than in, in, in relation to Drew McIntyre's all right year. Yeah. Because Drew's year should have been better than Jeff's year, if that makes sense. It does, Because Drew's yeah. more in his pomp than Jeff is today. It was more disappointing for, for Drew. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Naomi's next. Uh, who's always, always being treated badly. Uh, first, she teamed with Lana and unsuccessfully challenged for the women's tag titles against Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Then ended that tag team turmoil match on night one of WrestleMania, but didn't get through. Then qualified for the Money in the Bank ladder match, winning a tag match alongside Asuka, and they both got in, but she didn't win that one either. So it was all, she, was all, she was kind of just there, like just filling in as part of the women's roster on Raw. Drafted to SmackDown, where she continues to be screwed over every week by Sonya Deville for unknown reasons so far. Now, as we're sat here on the 7th of December, the previous SmackDown 2 was sat here. Sonya said, as long as I've got the suits on, you can't touch me. But when I put my gear back on, we'll do the wrestling. So hopefully that's happened by the time this goes live. Who knows what could happen? We still don't know. We don't have any inkling, do we, as to why no. Sonya Deville hates you Naomi? Being set up for day one? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? We don't know why, and I'm worried that they're just never going to explain it now. Yeah, I'm... They've skipped a bit where they explain it, and now they're talking about a match. Because Sonya's basically said, I've got no issue with you. What are you talking about? That's what she said so far. Yeah. Um, so hopefully that's not the conclusion. Hopefully there's a, a scandalous reason as to why yeah. Sonya hates Naomi, and we get a proper juicy storyline. There's a fine line between juicy and crass, though, isn't there? There is, yeah, there is. <sighs> where do we put this? It's got to be bearable, I think, because she's still been a, a highlight on SmackDown when she's done the wrestling. It's just mm. it's been few and far between, hasn't it? Maybe bearable then for Naomi. And it's, it's, it is Naomi, remember. 
a lady who once upon a time I learned this year was told to turn it down in terms of like athleticism because she was she was showing up the boys. Why would you? Why is that a bad thing? I don't know. Oh, it's very silly. Yeah. Uh, the Usos are next. Uh, Jay began the year aligned with Roman and won. I didn't remember this. He won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Goodness me, he did as well. He did. Uh, Jimmy returned from injury in May and didn't initially approve of Jay's alliance with Roman. But then he did, <laughs> then he was fine. Yeah. Even after wearing that shirt that said, nobody's, nobody's bitch. bitch. Uh, did won... you buy that shirt? If you did, please send me a picture <laughs> yeah. of you in public wearing that shirt. <laughs> they won their fifth SmackDown tag team title, just the fifth SmackDown tag team titles, from the Mysterios at Money in the Bank, retained them at, Survivors, uh, at SummerSlam, sorry, then won a feud against the Street Profits, but they did lose to RK-Bro in an untitled champion versus champion match at Survivor Series. I'll tell you what the highlight of the year has been for the Usos. Being with Roman Reigns. a backstage segment oh. with Roman Reigns where Roman was like, oh, I wasn't here last week and SmackDown was almost as bad as Raw and Jimmy Uso does the Tony Pulis, Pulis laugh and it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Um, excuse me again. I had hot rice oh, for dinner. Right. Hey, um, what am I talking about here? Usos. Mm. Lovely, 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 isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Because what I've read there doesn't paint the full picture. No. They've been an important part of Roman Reigns' amazing storyline. They do well. his dirty work for him. They keep mm. his name on TV. Um, and when they won the tag team titles off the Mysterios, you might be thinking, oh, the Usos were being down this road before with the SmackDown tag team titles. But I go back to that time of the year and everyone was like, no, they need to win. Yeah. They need to win. How good is their entrance going to be at day one? It's in the name of the song. Down since day one-ish. Oh, it's going to be Round and about that ballpark. Yeah. Could be in the 2nd of January. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, King Woods, uh, he won the Raw Tag Titles back from the Hurt Business alongside Kofi in March. Lost them to AJ and Omos at Mania, which was a great match, actually, yeah. even if it was more to get Omos over. Uh, then had a mammoth, I've put here, Tag Team Gauntlet performance on Raw in August, where he wrestled, like, a lot of the show. This has been the thing with Xavier Woods this year. He's gone from just being, like... What's, a few years ago, he was scared of Bray Wyatt. Yeah. And he's developed into a really solid tag team wrestler. And now this year, he's developed in, in kayfabe terms, and I guess in, in reality terms as well, one of the best wrestlers in the world. Yeah, he's fantastic. Does everything. Maybe he always had it in him and he's just never been given a chance. Of course he did. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> just the yeah, way he was back in the day. Um, <laughs> he won King of the Ring, beating Ricochet, Jinder, and then Finn Balor in the final and crown duel. Then he was drafted over to SmackDown and clashed with Roman Reigns uh, with the crown and everything, wrestling him to a no contest in the main event of SmackDown on November the 12th. Is it the best? Yeah, Woods has got to go in the best. Xavier Woods gagged. He was No, he didn't gagged. He was gagging for the King of the Ring to be made a thing. <laughs> yes, I don't know where was. that word came from. <laughs> he partitioned. Petitioned? Petitioned. That's the right yeah, word. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm tired here today. Um, but uh, yeah, he petitioned for that to happen for many years on Twitter. And it finally happened. And he won the bloody thing. Yes. In Saudi Arabia, no less. Absolutely. So the boyhood dream definitely came true there for Xavier Woods. 100%. Uh, Kofi Kingston, his tag partner. I'd argue a less spectacular year. He's but been injured for a while this year. He was injured he? for a while and he took time off because his wife had a kid, yeah. Baby um, child. He won the Raw Tag Titles alongside Woods, as I've just said, then lost them at WrestleMania. Then he beat. Then he was a, kind of in the main event scene again on Raw, beating uh, Randy Orton and Bobby Lashley in the same night on Raw. Well, did he? Was that Woods? Was that, was that, that Kofi? Was, I don't know. I've got no idea now. You made the notes I know, yeah, well, I've done. <laughs> um, he lost a number one contender's feud to Drew. I remember that. Yes. He would eventually get his title shot against Lashley, losing to him at Money in the Bank. Then was part of that huge tag team gauntlet performance alongside Woods. Then lost to Jinder in the first round of King of the Ring. Now he's on SmackDown, and he's only recently, as we record this, uh, come back. It was the very last SmackDown we saw, wasn't it? As it was of the 7th of December, yeah. The hand of the king. Sir Kofi Kingston. Mm. Wait, obviously the time off doesn't help, does it? So no. is it all right for Kofi? Yeah, I'd say With an all asterisk right. next to it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not his fault. It's got to be. But um, Stick him in all right. But he's still, to be fair, it was always going to be hard for him because this is the year for Xavier and Big E. Yeah. So it's hard for him to stand out. But he's had his... He's had his, he's had his, he's had his go. He's had his he still go. plays a vital role, though, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, absolutely. Just part of the New Day and whatnot, so... But not as vital a role in the general wrestling landscape as Mace. <laughs> Oh, don't just put him straight He's in. He's straight in the bin, isn't he? He was one of those nerds stood there going, Oh my God, it's a golden egg! Ah! Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he began 2021 as part of Retribution, but attacked Mustafa Ali alongside T-Bar to disband the group. They attacked their leader. Then he unmasked a few weeks later and began a tag run with T-Bar. A, a spooky jungle pervert. Yeah, a spooky jungle pervert. Were they called Extinction? Was that them? Somewhat like that. Yeah. They're all about... 
eat and pray, and then he said his his line submissive and breedable. And yeah, weird. it was all weird, very, weird. very different um, vibes. Yeah, they had a brief feud, but believe it or not, with the Lucha House Party, which I don't really Whoa! remember. Whoa! Then beat uh, Ali and Mansoor, but lost to Mansoor in singles action. Mace did the following week. He was then drafted to SmackDown as a singles wrestler without T-Bar. Uh, and hasn't been seen much. It's he took just that, part that kickoff segment, wasn't it? He also took part in the Black Friday Invitational oh. Battle Royal, but was eliminated by Mad Cat Moss. I mean, that's that, that's no slight against his name because Mad Cat oh. Moss, he's on fire as we've learned so far yeah. during this year. He's just about bearable. Uh, but Mace is going to go. Smacked down this week again. Mace is going to go in the bin. Yeah, he does. I'm afraid he's got. He's a big man, mm. and I'm sure we haven't really had the chance to see if he's a good wrestler or not. Yeah, to be honest with you, yeah. and I'm sure he's got to be okay to be signed with the World Wrestling hey, Federation. He swear up to Brock Lesnar when he was a commentator. Exactly. Yeah, he's a bloody massive man, isn't he? he? Is Think huge. about it. Uh, but he's he's got to do better next year. I'll be booked mm. better, I should say. I'm saying this as if they're it, the, the the masters of their own destiny here, but they're not, are they? No, not they're at, all. at the whim of the pencil. Madcap Moss on that Happy Talk segment this week said that it was great. He had so much fun eliminating everybody early on in the battle royal. Then Corbin goes, and when I eliminated you, wasn't that a hilarious prank? And Moss goes, yeah, it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> what a great guy. Ridge Holland, another great, great northern man. Uh, returned from injury, again, didn't have too long a year because he returned from injury midway through, but he returned from injury on NXT to help Pete Dunne and only Lorcan, but then shortly afterwards helped Dunne kick Lorcan and Danny Burch out of the group, and then it was just him and Pete Dunne. I want you for all for me own yeah. there, Peter. Uh, he lost his final NXT appearance, tagging with Dunn against Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner. Oh, my God. Then was drafted to SmackDown <laughs> alone. Uh, arrived on SmackDown as a huge Sheamus fan. Him and the lads back in the pub in Yorkshire watch Sheamus all the time. And, we watched and, him win the Rumble. Yeah. We watched him cash in money in bank. <laughs> it was lovely. Uh, and now he's been helping him with matches and feuding with Cesaro because he's jealous because Cesaro used to be Sheamus' tag partner. Yeah. I mean, we're still very much in the getting to know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting to know all about you phase of Ridge Holland on Smackdown and his NXT run this year didn't do much for me um, no there was a match he lost in NXT which came out of the blue did he or am I misremembering this I'm not sure maybe he had a shocker on a recent Smackdown again is where sat here on the 7th of December where he lost the match to Cesaro and then later on in that Black Friday Battle Royal got eliminated by Cesaro oh. uh, so that was a double whammy I didn't see coming so early into his run yeah. um, bearable yeah, yeah this I'd is Ridge Holland's we're speaking about here I'd say bearable We'll go back. There we go. Um, Mansoor spent the first half of the year on 205 Live and main event only, but was called up to Raw in May, unsuccessfully challenging Sheamus for the US Championship because Umberto Carrillo interfered and caused a DQ, which apparently ended Mansoor's winning streak. That he'd, doesn't count. He'd never been beaten <laughs> until then. Then he had that uneasy alliance with Mustafa Ali, with Ali trying to test. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. What do you mean uneasy now? Is that in terms of their relationship or just watching it? No, no, their relationship. Because <laughs> I thought they both performed it well. Especially, they were all right, he was a great promo. I guess this is in a sea of can they coexist storylines, so maybe it was a yeah. bit lost on me. Um, 
Well, I, I, I had more issue with the way it abruptly ended because it was developing, it was going somewhere. Ollie was starting to like save him from beatdowns and turn good and then um, eventually betrayed him backstage after losing to the Hurt Business. Uh, Mansoor challenged Ollie to a match at Crown Jewel and obviously won and was then drafted to SmackDown and we haven't really seen much of him since. No, but the Saudi Arabia streak, yeah, the Saudi Arabia streak lives on, oh, crucially. Does. That's Absolutely. the most important thing. He's the undertaker of WWE's deal with Saudi Arabia. It's clear that Mansoor is a very charismatic man. Yes. It's just been booked pretty naffly so far. In, they don't in, care about him unless it's time for the build to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah. and that, that, that puts him in bearable. I would suggest that the Saudi streak win mm. keeps him out the bin. Yeah. Because it was a good, it was a good match as well. He's good. He's good. He is good. But, yeah. It's clear that he gets it. You know that those wrestlers who just get the sort of humour of professional wrestlers. Yeah. He's one of those that gets it, and yeah. he could do a lot more, but they're not letting him do that. And it's 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 quite infuriating. It is sad. Uh, I thought he was good next to go to Mustafa Ali, who lost the support of Retribution, as we've talked about when we're talking about Mace, after failing to beat Riddle on the Fastlane pre-show for the US title. Then he had a feud on main event, which I didn't know about, but when I was researching this, I found out he had a feud on main event with Ricochet, which culminated in a two out of three falls match that went about 19 minutes. I bet that was good. Yeah, I bet it was really good. I've never seen it, <laughs> no. and I never will. But what a match. He lost that match, but I'm, I'm, sh I'm sure you're right. It was probably really good. Uh, should have probably been on TV. Yeah. Then he faked an injury to beat Mansoor, uh, which was the start of their weird relationship, before teaming with him to beat his old stablemates, T-Bar and Mace, temporarily becoming a face, then turning on Mansoor in the Bills of Crown Jewel, Losing to Mansoor Crown Jewel, beating him down afterwards, and then that silver medalist karate or kickboxer man came out and battered him. Yes. And he was drafted to SmackDown. <laughs> it's a case of what might have been for, for, for Ali again this year because mm. of uh, retribution first and foremost. I guess it was dead in the water by the time 2021 came around. But still, I think they could have made something of that group. Yeah. Just getting rid of all the nonsense. Then, I don't know if you saw this on social media, the, the sort of like... It was like presidential in a promo that they made for the show, but it didn't make the show. And he was sort of like explaining how he could bring in a new America, but playing on the so It was like the very jealous of, uh, of the, um, oh my God, Mohammed Hassan mm. gimmick way back in the day before it turned the wrong way. Yeah. And it was that sort of sh shades of that. And that could have been good. Where he's but like a heel, but he's, you can kind of get it. You can understand You can see why, why he's yeah. upset because yeah, yeah, yeah. of how he's treating America and yeah. whatnot. And he could bring in a new America and change everything and make everything lovely, mm. but under the guise... Well, I guess he's a baby face under the guise of a heel, if that makes any sense. One of the two. It depends how honest his intentions are. Yeah, it sounded pretty honest. But we've thought more about his character there than WWE have. Yes, we have. So. And it's just a case of what might have been again, much like Mansoor. Yeah. Obviously a very tight... We've been through this a million times when it comes to Mustafa Ali. Mm. Um, bearable again, you'd yeah. say, wouldn't you? Which is a shame, because pound for pound, I think he's one of the best wrestlers yeah, on Yeah, let him be a baby face, why yeah, not? of course. Yeah. Jai Lee uh, started the year very strong in NXT because she was part of Mei Ying's stable. Tian Shah. Yeah, Tian Shah. And she kind of took on some powers and started squashing people. Uh, beat Casey Catanzaro, beat Caden Carter, beat Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter in the same match. Look at menacing and ass kicking while doing so, by the yes, way. Yes, feuded with Mercedes Martinez and beat her at TakeOver in your house. Challenged Raquel Gonzalez for the title, but failed to win that one. She That's got concussed there as well. Do yes, remember? she got yeah. injured in the match, yeah. Not saying she would have won anyway. No. But I'm saying she would have probably put on a... Well, she would have a, put on a much better show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, now she's been drafted to SmackDown, and at the time we record this, she's yet to debut, but there's been a series of vignettes where she's the protector. Story time with Jaya Lee, baby. <laughs> I murdered this yeah. man 20 years ago. <laughs> I murdered this man 20 years ago. It's quite a startling confession. Two on murders we've seen so far, I think. Yeah, the, the, She's the, also beaten up some muggers now. Yes. And maybe killed them. Yeah, the landlord's been seen off. Um, the school bully. The school bully's been seen off. And as he said, the group of frat boys. <laughs> uh, I think, I think, in terms of Jaya Lee, does this push it up into lovely? Or is that too far? No, I the think The Tian Shah stuff was good. Yeah, it was good, but I don't think it pushes her into lovely quite. Should we say all right? Yeah. Yeah. The performance is different shade to what because she was sort of happy go lucky before, mm. and then she was still had the like the sort of martial art influences in there. But this year it was sort of been darker and meaner. Yeah, I'll bring in the thing I said about Brian Danielson. His face has changed mm. since he's become Brian Danielson. Like they say in the murderer documentaries, and I'd say the same about her as well because <laughs> she's a murderer. <laughs> she is a murderer. <laughs> Shinsuke Nakamura up next to turn face right at the start of the year because he performed really well in a number one contender's gauntlet match, even beating Daniel Bryan in that match and then shaking hands with him, kind of turned him face. But then he lost the gauntlet to eventual winner Adam Pearce due to Roman Reigns' interference. 
He then lost to Rollins at Fastlane as part of the build to Seth's match with Cesaro. That was kind of more as a vehicle for Cesaro's yeah. push. Uh, but then he aligned with newcomer Rick Boogs. And then we went off to the races. Feuded with King Corbin, stealing his crown and eventually beating him to become the new king. Corbin, Corbin's career skyrocketed after that. Um, <laughs> He then relinquished the crown, I've learned, at the beginning of the new King of the Ring tournament, graciously, apparently. Um, he's also, you might forget, the IC champion. You might forget, because it seems to happen all the time with Shinsuke Nakamura and the main roster title. He yeah. wins the thing, then they just don't book him in matches. Yeah, at least title matches. Yeah. He won the IC title from Apollo Crews on SmackDown, but uh, from what I could tell, has only defended it once at the time of recording, uh, beating Apollo Crews in a rematch. That, that was it. Piss poor, that. That's really bad. Um, he also faced the US champion Damien Priest on the Survivor Series pre-show and won by DQ because Priest got too angry. The matches have been all right, but the storylines have been lacking, as it always has been the case with Shinsuke yeah. Nakamura on the main roster. Maybe AJ Styles and his nuts aside. Mm -hmm. uh, WrestleMania 34 build. Great few. Um, it's always fun to see him. Pat McAfee's added a lot to their package. Oh, yes, he has. Yes, he has. He's really tried. Um... All right. He sort of regained his mojo a bit, but uh, yeah, I'd put him in all right as well. Yeah, which is a shame because it's another case. Him of... having the king, king's crown works because he's the he's Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, he's like Freddie Mercury. He's yeah. the king of strong style, all that sort of stuff. But still, we need more storylines when it comes to Shinsuke Nakamura mm. and less of the segments where him and Rick Boogs just come out and have a dance with Pat McAfee and that's the segment. That's yeah. a load of rubbish, that. Uh, I think, anyway. Speaking of Rick Boogs, he's next. Uh, he appeared as the Old Spice representative in the build to WrestleMania. A heartbreaking loss, was it? Twice winning the 24... What? Did he not lose to R-Truth in the end? He won the 24-7 oh title in skits with R-Truth and Akira Tozawa, but only one of them is officially recognised at this point <laughs> by WWE for whatever reason. <laughs> I'm assuming he had to lose them as well because he won them and then lost yeah. the 24-7 belt. Um, he eventually debuted on SmackDown as Rick Boogs playing Shinsuke Nakamura to the ring. He won his debut in a tag match against Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz, and has also won singles matches against both members of the Dirty Dogs. Very quickly as well as memory serves. He's getting the pinfall in tag matches with Nakamura. Yeah. If they lose a tag match, often he's not the one getting pinned. It's the current IC champion, I mean, look Nakamura. At him. Well, Listen yeah. to him as well. Yeah. Um, they lost the trick or treat street street fight against Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss and lost the Thanksgiving Leftovers throwdown singles match against Angel as well so he's not getting gimmick matches on Thanksgiving yeah um, I think it's been a pretty strong run for Rick Boogs here mm. in 2021 which is only getting better and better and better as he does more wrestling it's clear that he's a very charismatic man he's a very muscular man he can play the guitar very well indeed yeah not going to say anything? No, I thought you no. would say something as a, as a guitar aficionado. It's better than me, yeah. 100%. Um, but <clears throat> a lot of the time, you feel like it, it's a lot. It's a big ask to play it while you're getting ready for a match and remembering stuff. And now he does a fine job. Yeah, I think it's been... I, will put, I reckon all right a fair place to put Rick Boogs. Okay. I'm going to put Shinsuke Nakamura in there. Rick Bo I, I'd argue that Rick Boogs maybe steals Shinsuke Nakamura's sunshine. My God, I'm not a <laughs> Steals his sunshine. Steals his sunshine. That's what I was going to say. Like steals Len, his spotlight. Len. Yeah. Oh, what tune? Um, yeah, I think I agree with that. More yeah. to come. Another case of more to come on SmackDown. Yes. Uh, Aaliyah, next. Uh, another NXT call-up. She began 2021 as a member of the Robert Stone brand on NXT. Was knocked out the first round of the Dusty Classic alongside Jesse Kamea. Then she was teaming with Mercedes Martinez when she joined the Robert Stone brand. Unsuccessfully challenged for the women's tag titles against Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. She then angrily left the Robert Stone brand in July after losing a tag match against Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter. Then she got drafted to SmackDown. Then she got the pinfall in her debut match, a six-woman tag alongside Sasha. And, and she stole the show there by being just a, a rootin' tootin' baby face. Very pure baby face, yeah. which I'm surprised they never utilised on NXT when she was a heel. Um, but... She, I mean, she, in doing so, she qualified for the Survivor Series team and then got removed by Sonya Deville from the team for maybe, not even definitely, for maybe being friends with Naomi. Yep, and then she hasn't, she's been seen in backstage segments since. I remember Hanging out with just various people. Sami Zayn told her to get a pant suit. I yeah. remember that for some reason. I'm not too sure why. Uh, then she just seems to hang around with the baby faces for the crack because she is also a baby face. Yeah. Um, it sort of petered out after a very good start. Um, she's brought a, a couple of innovative moves, I think, mm -hmm. as well to her arsenal in matches. I remember being sat here about a year ago with Tom doing the NXT review, and we were saying for the first time uh, Robert Stone had made people care about Aaliyah, and now we're sat here saying these glowing things about Aaliyah, which maybe shows she had quite a good year. 
The Robert Stone brand didn't go as far as it could have done, no, in my opinion. No. The sort of stuff with Tyre Valkyrie sort of muddied the waters a bit and then yeah. her departing there. Uh, they just brought that to well, an end, obviously. Mandy Rose also keeping an eye on it. Mandy well, was in there in the mix as well. It was <clears> a lot of, who wants to take over the Robert Stone brand without overtly being who wants to take over the Robert yeah. Stone brand? I guess it's more, it's another one of those, Jack. Hey, another one of those. More to come in 2022. Do you think it's bearable? Bear, yeah, Maybe bearable. pushes her into war, right? Though, I'm not say bearable. Yeah, not been enough, has there? Yeah, there's not been enough, you're right. There's not been, been a few enough, weeks, yeah. Um, although by the time this goes out, maybe she'll have won the belt. No, she won't. I just want to say, in the order of these pictures, in the order of your script, you've forgotten a big name. Have I? He's a big dog. He's a tribal chief. He's at the top of your page there. Don't worry, don't worry, I've got him, I've got him. (laughs) Oh, my word. Um, Thanks for for that. It's okay. It's Roman Reigns. You know him. He's not done much this year. Um, The the notes for him are basically just a list of wins. Uh, He retained the universal title against Kevin Owens in that last man standing match. Good match as well, though. Heyman helped him out. With, oh no, Heyman the referee, with the handcuffs and yeah, um, yes. Uh, uh, then he uh, beat Daniel Bryan a couple of times. Then he won the main event of WrestleMania Night Two, pinning Edge and Bryan simultaneously. Stack, Stack them, pack them, yes, pancake them. Oh, wreck everyone and leave. Um, he beats <laughs> he beats Cesaro at WrestleMania Backlash. Beat Rey Mysterio in a Hell in a Cell match. Beat Edge again at Money in the Bank. Beat John Cena at SummerSlam, but was then confronted by the returning Brock Lesnar. He beat who he then... John Cena at SummerSlam. Oh yes, he did. Oh my God, he so did. Was a <laughs> <laughs> was, um, Cena was saying, I just need to roll you up. That's all I need to do. Yes. And he didn't. Um, well, he tried. Bloody uh, hell, that, oh, that slipped my mind completely. Yeah. Um, then Lesnar came out and confronted him and everyone thought, ooh, here we go, finally a challenger. But Roman beat him at Crown Jewel after interference from the Usos and a big belt shot. Which way will Paul go? Mm. Which way will Paul That's go? That's still going on. Yeah. He also beat the Demon in weird circumstances. At slippy turn, well, not slippy turn, but bad craftsmanship from, uh, from the ring crew there. Very weird ending to the match. Probably my least favourite Reigns match, but that doesn't mean that he's had a bad year. It was comfortably the worst title defence of the year. But everything else was multiple levels above it. Also beat Big E at Survivor Series in the main event as well. I would argue that the second half of 2020 was better than Roman Reigns' 2021. Okay. What was that? What was my... Jey Uso, will he join Roman? Will he not join Roman? The fantastic yeah. drama of that Hell in a Cell match. I think all that supersedes what he's done in 2022, uh, 2021 so far. Fair enough. In my mind, it's on a similar level. I think he's carried on the form. I think it's been really good. He's still got that thing though where he just feels like he's the, I'll, I'll say this at the Colties Jack. I'm okay. a bit of a spoiler here. Well, no, not maybe, well, maybe a bit of a spoiler. He's got that mega star feel that no one else has in WWE for me. Yes, and he that does. includes Brock Lesnar. Oh, yeah, that includes I Brock know. Lesnar. Aye, he does. He's um, he carries himself like a star, like a star, yes. like a star. Mm. Is it best or is it lovely? Oh, it's best for me. Oh, put him in best. Oh, it's best. That thing is is uh, nagging the back of my brain, which someone pointed out on Twitter recently, which. As we said earlier, all of his feuds benefit him, but don't benefit the other person in the feud. Oh, that is very true. Yeah. That is very true. That's eating away at my core. But I'll go for the best, because he is Roman Reigns, and he is a star. Fair enough. I've grouped the next two together, because they've largely been together. Yeah, they should be grouped together. Uh, Jinder Mahal <laughs> and Shanky, because Veer is still a ra- still coming to Raw. Veer is walking to Monday Night <laughs> Raw from India by foot. Yeah. <laughs> He's taking his time. Then he gets to the venue, and they've gone. He has to walk <laughs> to the next city. Um, Jinder returned from injury at the Superstar Spectacle. Do you remember the, it was the, the special yeah. for the Indian audience? Primarily. Why didn't the UK get one of them? Eh? I know. All the big uh, names on that show. Teaming with the Singh brothers in a losing effort to Drew McIntyre and Inder Sher, who had one member. I think they had Veer. Yeah. Yeah. And the other fella who spoiled the NXT yes. result. Uh, then he was absent for a while, Jinder, but turned up again on Raw, this time with Veer and Shanky now. Feuded with former friend Drew McIntyre and cost him the Money in the Bank ladder match, but then lost to him at SummerSlam in the blow-off match. Then Jinder and Shanky have been drafted to SmackDown recently, with Jinder making it to the King of the Ring semi-finals. Then they had a brief rivalry with Hit Row, and I've said here, where Shanky spat some vicious bars. So vicious. Hit Row were never seen again. Yeah. In the law of WWE. It's an uncomfortable bit of WWE canon. It is. Yeah. Um, the Drew Fuse did nothing for me. Um, there was a motorbike involved. <laughs> oh, there it. was, yeah. There was. Uh, there was a sword. Yeah. Apart from that, it's done nothing for me. No. Is it bearable? Is it been? It's bearable. Oh, it's bearable. We'll go bearable. Just. 
bottom of bearable, I think. It's not been very good, has it, Virginia? It hasn't been very good, no. Not He's better all. than that. I don't it's know if we say it, but yeah. The Hit Row stuff had a bit of promise, and then it yeah. ended, and it's not their fault, obviously. It's Nick Khan's fault. I so assume it's Nick Khan's fault. Where do they fault. go next? Where do they uh, go here? No idea. Jinder's got a role to play, and I hope he gets to play it a bit better than he has in 2021. Absolutely. Uh, Natalia, next up. She began to team with Tamina at the start of the year, but was then forced to face her for the number 30 spot in the Royal Rumble, which, she, which she won, but then didn't win the Rumble. She no. got eliminated by Bianca Belair as Bianca charged to victory. But she did win the tag team turmoil match with Tamina on night one of WrestleMania, but then lost the eventual title match on night two, which to me was a bit of a shocker. Now, take, take my bias out of it, right, for the Tamina train. Listen to the crowd at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. How could you not give them that moment? They were really up for it, yeah. They were. Yeah, then they beat them anyway in May, so why didn't they just beat them at WrestleMania? We've said this so much during yeah. this year, me. why didn't they just beat them anyway? So they won the titles uh, in May from Shayna and Nia, but then lost them to Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash ASH in September. Natalia then went on to enter the Queen's Crown Tournament, losing to Dewdrop in the first round, and Tamina was drafted a Raw, so now Natalia's... Bonged. No, she's not on her own. She's now aligned with Shayna Baszler, sort of. Kind of, yeah. Um... I mean, Natalia is there to put over the younger talent. I think that's her role. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. She does a very good job of doing that. She's yeah. bell to bell, one of the best there is in the in the lasses roster in Dury for me. She, yeah. uh, Naya still. Uh, Naya. Natalia. Natalia. Mm. Saying all the wrong names here. Uh, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because it's, it's no fault of uh, Tamina and Natalia's that their women's tag team title ring came to nothing because mm. that's just how Dury treat that title with utter contempt. Who was it they had a feud with where their thing was about being... Uh, we're professionals and we're training in the ring and you're just it was Dana and Dana and Mandy Rose wasn't yeah, it Dana and they're Mandy. taking selfies next to them or yeah. getting a photo shoot and then they're like you're, you're training too loud in that ring stop it well, rubbish but then the Mania win on night one was a big moment and so was the match on night two until they didn't win it for Natalia it's been an alright year okay. I'd suggest you reckon yes I think it's so it's a weird thing to see her in a table above the likes of no, it's not. It's fine. <laughs> She's been on TV more than everybody else in the tier below, I'd say. So, okay. good for her. Shayna Baszler next, who is sort of aligned with Natalia now. She won the tag titles alongside Nia Jax on the Royal Rumble pre-show. That was when Ric Flair and Lacey Evans this got involved. This was the period of time as well where Shayna and Nia and Reggie won on every oh, single every show, show, every single week. Oversaturated, I'd yeah. say. Um, successfully defended the belts as well at WrestleMania, as we've just established, but then lost them in a rematch on SmackDown in May. Then Shayna had a bit of a singles feud with Alexa Bliss, Losing to her in a match at Hell in a Cell after Bliss hypnotised Reggie into slapping Nia at ringside, which distracted Shane. <laughs> I forgot that happened. Yeah, yeah, wow. that was good. Um, after, I've put here, after ages of bickering, they were bickering from the moment they formed the tag team, her and Nia. She finally turned on Nia in September in one of Nia's last storylines before her release. Broke her arm, injuring her arm. Did the same to Eva Marie as well. Uh, then was drafted to SmackDown and entered the Queen's Cup, losing to Dewdrop in the semi-finals, and now seems to be aligned with Sonya Deville as kind of a enforcer. Enforcer role, yeah. But like informally. For like a few week period, it was looking very good when she was just snapping fool's arms. This was like, yes, this is the Shayna Baszler we shouldn't be seeing all the time. They finally got what she is. This is it. We're off to the races. Then the move to SmackDown happened. I didn't mind the loss to Dewdrop because I, I think highly of Dewdrop. I'm mm -hmm. sure you yeah, do yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, do, you do too. Yes. Do, 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 do. Mm. The Dewdrop. Um, but bearable? Bearable. Shayna's, yeah. I would put it on the same level as Natalia. Lost though. in purgatory. Yeah. Women's tag team title purgatory. Yeah, she was, and, and we did see too much of her, which again wasn't her fault. No. But she just put a shift in. It was just that little glimmer, that little few weeks spell when she was being the Shayna Baszler of NXT fame. Yeah. And it just went away and hasn't come back since. Yeah, you're right. For Can her, say bear, for her yeah. Yeah, yeah. For bearable, her. yeah, for Shayna Baszler. Yes. I'll put her somewhere there. Okay. I've not really been doing it this way. I've just That's been doing right. it up and down. Um, Sasha Banks. The legit bus, Sissy Bunks, as you call her. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what. That was the impact zone. That was the impact zone. I changed her name, but make it sound similar. She started the year as the SmackDown Women's Champion, retaining the title against Carmella at the Royal Rumble, then teamed and feuded at the same time with Rumble winner Bianca Belair in a storyline that also involved a lot of Reggie for some reason. The build to the main event of WrestleMania Night 1 was mainly Well, Carmella Reggie. brought Reggie in as the Somalier, the wine fella, yeah, yeah, yeah. giving her champagne yeah. and whatnot. But Reggie fancied Sasha, that's what I took he, from that thing. Right, okay. And then Carmella got a bit suspicious, and I can't remember how it all petered out. No, they kind of realised <laughs> what they were doing about two weeks before Mania and went, right, Reggie doesn't need to be in this yeah. story anymore. Uh, but Reggie was the centrepiece of the entire women's division at one point. Yes, Both he the was. women's tag team titles and the SmackDown yeah. title. Yeah. Then, 
uh, Sasha lost to Belair in the main event of WrestleMania Night 1, which I would suggest is one of WWE's best matches of the year. Oh, yes. It was fantastic. Um, the whip still heard oh, around the world. Yes. But there was more to it than just that, obviously. Then she took time off for a few months. I always find that quite effective, like what Kenny Omega's doing when a champion takes time off after yeah. uh, losing their belt, because it's like, not only is it probably necessary physically for them, but it sells the emotional keeps impact. Keeps them fresh as well. And it does keep them fresh. Uh, but then she returned in July to save Bianca from an attack on SmackDown, but then later in the night, attacked her herself. Just, it was the briefest of face turns. Uh, then they built towards a rematch at SummerSlam. Sasha was pulled from the event. It's never truly been cleared up, uh, replaced with Becky Lynch. She had that uh, Zoom call with the fans in Germany, I think, or something like that, and people were saying she had a cough and a, a splutter. Uh, so maybe were, uh, that's unconfirmed. That's just people yeah. speculating, I think. So. Uh, returned again at Extreme Rules to interrupt a match between Lynch and Belair. This led to the triple threat match at Crown Jewel, which Becky obviously won, but then Sasha, now a favorite somehow it's kind of been a unspoke like a silent she's, she's, her, she's her I think yeah because she's over she struggles to be a heel yeah. um, Captain Team Smackdown in Survivor Series but was the victim of mutiny in the ranks and was that eliminated was a by a load of yeah, it was yeah Smackdown had it in the bag until that nonsense oh, um, yeah, 4 on 1 yeah it was 4 on 1 and then Bianca Belair came back well she didn't really come back did she everyone turned on each other and it all went south yes uh, not well the, the Wrestlemania match has been one of it the stand up moments of uh, Sasha's career I'd say yeah. so far in WWE storylines haven't really been there, but the match, well, I guess it has been a, mat, a, a year of one match. Is that fair to say for Sasha Banks? Yeah, our other performances have been good, but that match like stands above all yeah. else. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure where I put it. It's all right or lovely for me. But it's I'm all right sure or lovely. One. Do you want to go all right? Conservatively so. How bad? How big does that WrestleMania match play a part in this? I ranking? know. I think for its significance, it maybe pushes her into lovely. Oh, bugger. Right sorry, play. Sam. Oh. Um, lovely. Yes. Historically, so as well. It was the first main event with two. With black, two black women, two yes, black of course. Women as well, absolutely. So, yeah, we'll so, put it lovely. Yeah, she yeah. is always money, good value for money when she comes on. Yeah, she comes is. on the screen as she well. Um, Drew Gulak, owner of the best team in WWE. We've seen, we've learned that already, everybody. Go back and watch the SmackDown roster entrance theme tier list if you want to just hear about us wax lyrical about Drew Gulak. If you want to hear the theme, oh. just go on a different part of YouTube. It's called Fade, and it's it's absolutely brilliant. Okay, made you the put him in the bin. You put him in the what, bin. Can, what can we say? Well, he lost a Royal Rumble qualifying match against AJ Styles on Raw when he was relevant still. Mm -hmm. Then mainly wrestled on main event and mm -hmm. in dark matches. Occasionally I've put, put over the likes of Man... You can tell I'm struggling to find things to talk yeah. about. Occasionally put over the likes of Mansoor and Angel on TV before being drafted to SmackDown. Still only really appearing on main event but did take part in The Rock's 25th Anniversary Battle Royal and the Black Friday Battle Royal. Mr. Playing Battle a, Royal. Playing a crucial role in neither match. Such a talented fella, such yeah. a charismatic fella, completely underutilised, completely misused. It's not his fault, but his year has been bin-worthy. Yeah. I don't know what to say there. No, me neither. Next up, Shotzi, formerly Shotzi Blackheart, but she's lost, her, lost her surname. Uh, started the year in NXT and entered the Royal Rumble. Lost the Dusty Classic final alongside Ember Moon, but then beat the women who beat them, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, in a rematch to win the tag team titles. So That was quick, how that turned around. Yeah, it was. Uh, lost them a couple of months later to The Way, or the women of The Way, in a street fight, which I remember being very entertaining, actually. Yes. Then she was called up to SmackDown alongside new partner, just Knox. Not Tegan Knox, just Knox. Shotzi and Knox. Shotzi and Knox. Bodger and Badger. Yeah, Bill and Ben. <laughs> uh, they won two contender matches. Like, you know, when if you win, you get a title shot against the same person. AW uses that a lot as well. Mm -hmm. um, won two of these contender matches against the women's tag team champs, but never got the title shot. And then Knox was drafted to Raw. What was that about? No idea. Uh, they would literally have to stab them or something to get a title shot, it would seem. It was <laughs> they shocking. were comfortably better than them. Yeah. They were best of them in every match. Then, as a single star now, Shotzi had a contender match against Charlotte Flair, the women's champion, but lost because of Sasha kind of being bumped into on the apron. So then Shotzi turned heel, attacking Sasha Banks afterwards, then played a part in deliberately eliminating Sasha from the Survivor Series match, as we've established. And most importantly of all, she shot Happy Corbin in the bollocks with yeah. her tank backstage. Yeah, she did. When Happy Corbin's luck was nowhere to be seen. Mm -hmm. It's been, I think it's been quite a good year for Shotzi. It's certainly been a step up and she's risen to the challenge. Rise up. Very Smackdown-ish. Yeah. Drowning pool. Um, I don't know where to put, either, all, either top end of all right or lovely for me. 
I'd say similar to who was it? We said that, uh, similar to Aaliyah, but better than Aaliyah because there's been more. Yeah. But similar to Aaliyah, there's not been enough to push her into lovely for me. I'd, I'd agree she's with that. She's the as same well. as Aaliyah, but a, le- a tier above. There's a big threat sense. as well with Shotty that she's going to become one of those heels on the main roster who just loses any big match she yeah, has. Cause it she's... felt that way with Sasha Banks on that SmackDown where she's lost. I think so. And, and you know, it, it's, it plays less of a role in the women's division, but she is quite small. She's like short. And I don't know if that matters. Does that matter? <laughs> I don't, know, I don't think it does. Do you think it does? Queen Zelina's like two foot tall, isn't oh, she? Oh, of course she is. What we're talking about? She beat Dewdrop in the final. Right, and Dewdrop's way taller than her. Right. She's in the conversation, though, Shotzi. More to come. One yeah. of those ones. That's a favourite saying here what on the TLS. Terrible argument I've made there. Becky Lynch is quite short. They're all quite short, the ladies. Apart from Charlotte and Nia before she got released. Yeah. Okay, right, fair enough. Because um, <laughs> we're obviously both towering, towering men. Five foot ten. Yes, yeah, same. Uh, Ricochet uh, is next. He is the penultimate member of this tier list. This so, should be a fun thing to speak about. Ba-choo! He took part in the Royal Rumble and Money in the Bank ladder match. Oh, wow, I've skipped half the year there. Well, yeah, that's right, so, yeah. Um, after beating AJ Styles on Raw to qualify for the latter, but was unsuccessful in both. He also floated between Raw and Main Event, where he had that feud I mentioned with Mustafa Ali, which yep. was probably really Mustafa good. Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Get Ali. Get right, man. Which was probably really good. Then he lost in the first round of the King of the Ring tournament to Xavier Woods, but I'm not complaining about that because that was Woods' time. Uh, then he was drafted to SmackDown, and hasn't really done much since, but did almost win the Survivor Series Battle Royal, last being eliminated by Omos. That was his mini push of the year, I guess. The couple of matches he had on SmackDown, I think the, the four-way yeah. to qualify for the Survivor Series team didn't win, obviously, but was very impressive in the match. I was very surprised that he was one of the stu- one of the superstars who got his own dedicated entrance during yeah. the Battle Royal. That tells you they think highly of him. But do they? <laughs> well, <laughs> he mean... did well in the Battle Royal, but now it's gone back to nothing. And Ricochet should be doing more than that because he's, oh, he's Ricochet. One of the best high flyers in the world. Mm-hmm. So, is he been then? Because he's been used so little. Yeah, well, yeah. why not? I'll go for it. For, in terms of from talent to output ratio, if that makes yes, any yes, sense, it it's been worthy for it Ricochet. But grab him. There he is in the bin with you. Young he's man. one of many very talented superstars they've got who they just don't use enough. Underutilized. Uh, and finally, the beast incarnate, Brock Lesnar. Bit of a short year as well because he didn't, he wasn't part he was of on the farm. The full year. He was in Saskatchewan. Um, Killing, st- what did he sound smart? I hunt and kill things and then eat the things that I. All kill. in Saskatchewan. Yeah, <laughs> he was very adamant about it being in Canada. Um, he returned at the end. Oh, and I checked where Saskatchewan, where his village in Saskatchewan is on the map before. Well, you know where he lives? Yeah, because it was on Wikipedia, the village that he lives in. Ooh. And I was thinking, oh, Brock Lesnar's going to live way up in the wilds of Canada. No, he's like right on the American border. Is he? <laughs> well, near enough. Well, but you... then I had another, I dug a bit deeper, and it turns out that the vast majority of Canadian big cities and settlements and stuff are on that because it's just too cold yeah. the further north you get. And you got to travel a lot, it makes sense, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. Short commute to the airport or whatever. Um, so he returned at the end of SummerSlam confronting Roman Reigns after his win over John Cena and then in a dark segment battered Cena to send the kids home happy Um, (laughs) but everyone seemed to enjoy it Uh, then he lost to Roman at Crown Jewel after that belt shot and the interference from the Usos then he attacked Adam Pearce the the start of that Smackdown was really thrilling because he was fuming after losing that match he sent Pearce to therapy he He beat him down that bad Uh, and then was suspended and fined one million dollars which he's paid which he's apparently just paid. before Christmas. What yeah. a wholesome babyface move! Absolutely. Um, <laughs> and since then, he's come back and was like, I was about to say mean to Sami Zayn for no reason, but Zayn's a heel. I uh, thought Brock in that segment or two segments with Sami talking was fantastic. Yeah, he's better than he's Look ever. Look at been. that kid. Yeah. He up and lights all that stuff. He's it, never been that charismatic. No, he hasn't ever. Apart from when he put on that Mexican hat, that sombrero. <laughs> and when he had the boombox. Yeah. And when Keith Lee ended in the Rumble and he went, Ooh, oh, big, big boy. boy. <laughs> that was good. He's shown flashes here and there, but it, never this amount. Has it been too short, though, to put him any higher than... All right? I think it, definitely what he's done has been good enough for All Right, but yeah, there's been so little of it. Just the little, the, the, the little amount of it. But he is in the title match at day one. He so is. So next year could be bigger. Could be his year. Unless he's rooting just, for your Brock. So we get to like Mania and he disappears for another two years. Yeah. Yeah. I think All Right's fair. Mm-hmm. It's been good what he's done, but it's not been enough to get him up in the air. Uh, up in the, up in the, up a bit. Fantastic. <laughs> but Ross, before we finish, and this is the first time I've taken this role. Yeah, the so tables I'm, have turned. I'm very excited. Uh, I'm very excited. I'm very journalism. Um, I have to now ask you, which in the best of the best is the best of the best? I'm nervous. I never have to do this bit. Would you say that Seamus has had a better year than 
Baron a uh, happy Corbin no no I love happy Corbin's 2021 would you say that King Woods has had a better year than happy Corbin no Oh, fair enough. I'm, I'm, I'm made up for Xavier Woods to win the King of the Ring because he's wanted it for so long. Mm. But the, the, the story, it's long-term storytelling, Jack, and it's the best that WWE have done in ages, in my opinion. Because there's only four of them, I'll ask you, is Woods had a better year than Sheamus? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it. Put, uh, Go on, then. Even but, though Sheamus has been really solid all year long. Oh, yeah. Whoops. Uh, and finally, has Roman Reigns had a better year than Happy Corbin? Uh, the toilet. There's the toilet. We can't hear it. I can't confirm. I oh, watched can back they? The, yeah. Oh, no. So there is the toilet. We never know how long it's going to go on for either. This could be 10 seconds. It could... Oh, he's done. Pretty good one. This is a hard one, isn't it? I would say that in turn... Roman, you've got to say yeah, haven't you? Probably. He's missed a Smackdown. Probably. He's missed a Smackdown. But I'd say in terms of sheer enjoyment... I enjoyed Happy Corbin's 2021 more than I have Roman Reigns' 2021. That's fair. That is fair. As a caveat. Yeah. But Roman Reigns is Mr. Smackdown, and we I just think we have to put him as the best. I think so as well. Yeah. I'd agree with there that. There we go, then. In fact, I'd agree with oh, the vast majority of people. I think we've done a sterling job here. We have. Day. We have indeed. Um, I don't know what order these are going out in, but we're also going to do a Raw one and an AEW I one I think as they're well. going out in order that we pump them out. So you'll see those on the channel in the near future. Uh, I'll pass it back over to you if you want to do the outro. You can do the outro if you want. You can do the Gary YouTubing too. Anyone can. That's the beauty of the Gary YouTubing. Thanks very much for watching this YouTube uh, spectacular with myself, Gary YouTube, and Gary YouTube as well. And we've both been, because it's a verb, Gary YouTubing. Um, yeah, look out for more exciting content. We've got loads of stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, so there'll be there'll just be loads of stuff on the channel, including more of these tier lists. Why don't you share your opinions in that comment section down below? We're so wrong, aren't we? I know. We absolutely. are. And have a wonderful festive period. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you soon. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.